What is up, world? You are in tune to the Cowboys Global Cast with your main man, uh, Mod. Of course, Tom Tom is not with us, but he is here in spirit. There's some things that he has said that I'm definitely going to mention. Um, you're on the FFSN network. We are DC4L. We are Dallas Cowboys for life. And I'm going to tell you, um, the first thing I'm going to say, let's not overreact. First game. You know, um, definitely like the fact that the locker room is saying on to the next. Everyone in the locker room is saying, okay, yeah, we celebrated. Got the first one under our belt. Let's go get it. I mean, Dak was even saying he was anxious to see, um, you know, his guys hit somebody else because they had been going at each other really fierce this summer. And, um, you know, definitely I think that's a, a good thing to see. Uh, do I think that Dallas has a doomsday defense? Yeah, you're probably going to see me with a t-shirt, a doomsday t-shirt. You're probably going to see me and Tom both rocking doomsday t-shirts at some point this year. That's probably going to happen. Um, you know, and barring injury, this is a really good defense. And I mean, it have to be multiples in order for, you know, the defense to really take that. I mean, because right now, you know, if we were looking at the injury list, you know, you you've got our, our starting safety down, um, you know, and our starting nickel corner down. Uh, Jordan Lewis and Donovan Wilson are both down, right? Um, definitely still, you know, the, the defense was firing on all cylinders. This is a deep team. We said this earlier. We said this, Tom and I said this earlier, um, so that you guys would know that. We said that this is a very, very deep team. I mean, exceptionally, you know, two to three people deep. And you're only as good as your backups. I've always said, and, and I'll continue to say, that a team is only as good as its second and third team. You know, um, your first, your ones could be awesome, but at some point your ones are going to get tired. And on those plays that the ones have to come out and get a break will be the plays that other teams take advantage of. So when you when you look at team depth, you you definitely got to kind of, uh, you know, check that out. Uh, our thoughts and prayers go to uh, Aaron Rodgers' family. I know, you know, everybody don't really like Aaron like that. Uh, but, you know, he's still a person. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to see him go down like that with the Achilles for the whole season. And, of course, we got the Jets next. Um, you know, Wilson will be their quarterback. And, and uh, we'll definitely look forward to digging into that preview. But, man, we're going to go ahead and go over just, you know, I did my initial reaction video, but we're going to just get a little in-depth on the game. The first thing that I want to highlight is the offensive line. The offensive line played an exceptional game. I mean, um, and you you have to think about it. When you look at PFF, um, I check the PFF uh, stats and standings, and I look at it, you know, because I like to see the in-depth stuff. Pass blocking, run blocking. You know who was number one? Zach Martin, of course. He he, he was 85% and 81% um, across the board. And, you know, you have Zach, Tyron, Terrence, um, and TJ Bass let, uh, let everybody. They were they were uh, the top guys, right? As a matter of fact, there was only two hurries and two hits given up. Uh, one where Tyler uh, Beatis got hurt. Uh, he came out for a play. Um, and then definitely you had Brock come in. Brock came in and spelled him for a second. And then Chuma Yadoga. Chuma had uh, a play where he got hurt. He got punched in the eye. And uh, he gave up a, 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 a hit and a hurry on that play. 
So both plays, they were hurt. They gave up a, a hit in a hurry. Um, you know, but Chuma was in there starting for uh, Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith was, you know, actually on the sideline with an injury. And, um, you know, he's on the injury report. And that's another thing I would say. We're, we weren't at full speed on the, the offensive line. And the offensive line looked really good. The offensive line looked really, really solid. I was very impressed with the job that they did, um, you know, being able to kind of move move the ball. Um, of course, we settled for a couple field goals um, really early. And that was on the tight ends. Peyton Hendershot, uh, definitely, and uh, Jake Ferguson. I mean, I, listen, they got a little run and got some tick during the preseason, but they had already made the team. You know, it just really makes me feel like, man, I wish we would have had Smith in here to see what he could do. Uh, but, you know, it's not when you drop. It's not uh, how many you drop. It's when you drop them. And, you know, both of them dropped touchdowns. Peyton was in the end in the end zone. All I had to do was catch it, touchdown. Uh, Jake was right there. He catch it. He he walk into the end zone. It's it's really that easy. Um, I think when you start to think about it, you know, I'm not gonna make excuses for them. They're gonna have to write that ship, and I think they will. I mean, these are guys that you know didn't drop many balls last year, you know, and and they were um, hungry, and I think they're still just as hungry. So I think that's something that will be corrected. They did a great job, an awesome job blocking them. They they did an awesome job. If we were looking at the PFF, uh, Peyton Hendershot was 76.2 on pass block and 75 on run block. And there was a couple of pictures where, you know, uh, there was a couple of pictures where you saw this guy really get out and, and do his, his thing like he had. He made sure that, you know, uh, he kept, uh, the hole open for Tony Pollard. It was on his own run. And all three of them were in the picture getting it in. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I mean, it was really, it's really nice to see. Luke Schoonemaker, um, Peyton Hendershot, and uh, Jake Ferguson were all in. And they had made blocks, key blocks to spring, spring um, Tony Pollard, who had, you know, 74 yards rushing. Uh, he had two runs over 10 yards, which was excellent. One for 25. Tony looks good. Tony looks good. He got spring in his legs. I'm I'm happy to have him back. Uh, definitely looking forward to seeing, you know, what he could do. I think pass blocking, he was really good in pass blocking. And Rico Dowdell, I can tell why the coaches really like Rico. You know what I'm saying? He got he got that spring in his leg. You know, he got energy in his legs, man. It looked like, you know, he got that pop. And, and, you know, look out, man. If the brother gets some opening, he's going to be ready. I know I wanted to leave some meat on the bone for Deuce and, and um, you know, for Deuce to get in the game and, and do what he did. Uh, you know, he did. He got in the game, got, you know, a couple of carries. Never broke one out. But, again, I mean, we got, we got packages, and this is just the first game. So, I mean, there's a lot of season left. 16 games still left um, to where, you know, I'm sure that we'll be able to – to uh get you a little run um when we're, we're looking at this man i gotta turn uh the the ball over on the defense side i gotta really start talking about defense because there's a lot of things to explore you know we dropped jabril cox and um he left him off the 53 man roster overshone was there of course and then he got hurt you know for the season um I've always been high on Marquise Bell since he came out of Florida A&M. 
Um, I was really high on him. I love seeing what he could do at safety. But watching him come down and play linebacker in passing situations, yo, I'm impressed. I'm super impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed with the the way that this guy looks, man. Uh, when you start thinking about it and you start thinking about how he's able um, to to come downhill and tackle, and he even forced to fumble this game, you know, he's able to come downhill and tackle, and he can guard. You, you put him in coverage, he's fine. He, he's good. Like, you know, um, he can play linebacker, those instincts, and Dan Quinn even said it, you know, he has those instincts and they're feeding those instincts and making it to where, you know, um, he can kind of do what he do. And I'm, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see it. I'm blessed to see it. I'm like, yo, it, this makes me happy. Um, Wanye Thomas, second year from Georgia Tech. Wanye has got in. I mean, he's just carried over from the preseason, man. He's making big play after big play after big play. And, you know, uh, you know, the, the field goal block, was awesome but he came up and make a cup uh he came up and made a couple of great tackles as well you know meeting people at the line playing in donovan wilson spot and um you know that's why i said we're deep man i mean marquise bell is a safety <laughs> he's coming down playing linebacker uh you know when you, when you look at uh wanye thomas wanye thomas is you know a safety who could play cornerback i mean we're deep we're deep we're really deep and uh, i like that you know, and then of course, um, we brought my guy over from Miami. I just can never say his name because it's so crazy. Um, but we brought him over, and he hadn't scored a touchdown in Miami. First game in the Dallas uniform, he, he scores a touchdown. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um, Gilmore, <laughs> Stephon Gilmore. If you look at him, man, th- this was his thirtieth intercept. That's a big number. This is a guy who's going to wear a yellow jacket at some point. And he's around teaching these young guys how to fish, man. He's around teaching them how to be hungry, how to, how to you know, uh, go and get it, how to prepare. And that's, that's, that's invaluable to have that in your locker room, to have somebody who can really sit and teach the young boys how to go get it, how, how to go hunt uh, and bring the, the lion in the band, put them on the wall, man. When you got – listen – when you got skins on your wall and you can teach other kids how to go get skins on their wall, that's important. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I want you to go put some skins on the wall. I want you to go hunt. This is what I want you to do. You know, uh, and definitely seeing them do that got me hyped. Seeing him, seeing him teach and then go out and, you know, do what he's taught. That's, that man, hey. And the, and the interception was a great one because he had to really scoop it off the ground. It wasn't like in his hands. He had to go get it, and he went to go get it. But that 30th interception, that's a big number, man. That's a big number. And I don't think a lot of people are talking about this. Diggs tackling, not him going being a ball hawk, but just him tackling looked better than, than I've ever seen. I, I mean, for real, like, he looks aggressive, ultra-aggressive, man. We're not talking about his physicality enough. I don't think we're, we're you know, as Cowboy fans, we, we, we're to appreciate. I'm appreciating it. The man came up and laid that wood on Saquon Barkley, which caused the uh, interception for my guy, man. Um, and definitely, when I talk about it, I, I love it, man. Uh, Deron Bland is my guy. You know, I love Deron Bland. He, he is, uh, 
you know, somebody who just made an impression on me quick, man. I like seeing him move and, and be the type of, um, you know, player that he is. He's just always around the ball. He's always around the ball. But, man, let's you can't say enough. Kudos to Diggs for working, man, and, and tackling and, and, you know, being that type of player that he is right now. He's just leaving it all out on the field. This is un- this is unbelievable. Michael Parsons had an 87% pressure rate, according to PFF. 87% pressure rate. I think I heard the Cowboys say it was more around 75. 75, 87. It's high. You know what I'm saying? It's high. When you start thinking about it, you're, you're winning. That means he's winning more than he's losing. Right. And we saw him in a lot of double teams. And you have to understand why is this important? If he is pressuring, that means that you're going to have somebody else who's wide open, who's able to get to the quarterback. Right. Because if you got two people on me, somebody else has one person on them and all they got to do is win. I'm not going to make it sound like winning in the NFL is the easiest thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it's a top 1% of, of players who play the sport. But it's the, it, it's, it becomes less challenging. The, you got where you got. You got being in the NFL by beating your man. So, you know, if you know that I only got one man to beat versus uh, a scheme to beat, that, that makes you more effective. And we saw Osa doing that, um, you know, uh, against the Giants. Here's the thing. If Osa takes, and this is where Tom Tom will come in, and I wish he was here, and I know we're going to probably talk about it um, when we get on the show later. Uh, he'll tell you that if Osa takes the big jump this year, it's scary. That's scary, man. You heard Dan Quinn say that he could, he could actually play defensive end. He's just not as tall as those other guys, but he could play it. Oh, that's crazy, man, to think that Osa's like that, and he's gonna take this jump. If he takes the second year jump, ooh, ooh, now y'all see why we're wearing these doomsday t-shirts. Now you see why we saying they some young lions. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is it, man. Hashtag everything doomsday. Uh, doomsday defense, man, it's coming. You know, it's doomsday uh defense is in Dallas, man. And um, you know, like Tom Tom said, man, if Osa takes the this jump this year wow it, it, it gets scary for everybody else Mozzie y'all want to know what with Mozzie Smith you know Mozzie Smith got in he did his thing man I mean you can't really be upset with him he you know got one pressure um and and that's not what he's there to do you know he's there to stop the run and um you know he pretty he did a pretty decent job of it not nothing really spectacular um but you saw um uh, Hank's um definitely Hankins definitely Jonathan Hankins uh and him stop up the middle you know we were stopping up the middle and Daniel Jones was leaking on the outside and then we stopped that tank stop all of the, the the outside running and you know we stopped that and then it was yeah <laughs> then it was curtains um you know but definitely I don't want you guys to overreact no overreacting it's one game we're going to keep calm. We're going to do what we do. We're going to go about it methodically, one game at a time. 
you know, uh, pick them up and put them down on to the next. Celebrate the win that day. Move on to the next one. We got we got people, we got Giants to slay, right? And the 49ers on October 8th is, is a game that, you know, I'm, I got marked on my calendar. I need get back. I need get back. I need my, my Cowboys to, to get ready for some get back. You know, um, they've, they've had our baby picture for the last two years. It's time to get that back. You know, they, they've taken us out of the playoffs for the last two years. It's time to get that back. It's time to prove that we are that team that we say we are. And um, I'm going to tell you something. I, I feel with the offensive line, with the defensive line that we have, I feel like this. If your offensive line does not come to play every game, your quarterback's getting victimized. It's, it's going to happen. We're going to put pressure on your quarterback every time he goes back. Your running game has to be effective to keep us out of down and distance, but sometimes that's not going to stop Quinn. Dan Quinn's going to call some calls, and he's going to call them in situations to catch you off guard. He plays chess ma- chess games, chess matches with the the opposing offensive coordinator, and he wins most of them. The thing about this you have to understand is he got the, the the pieces for his puzzle. He went and got everything that fit him. You know, it, it, he went and it, they he scouted and was like, this fits our defense. I'm going to look at this film. This guy would fit my defense, right? And that's what's happening. So he got all of the pieces um, to the puzzle. All of the he has all of the the starting stars, and then he has co-stars in this movie to make it an epic flick. It's gonna be an epic movie, man. I mean, you know, he has all the right answer, all the right actors, and all of the right co-stars. And hey, man, it's gonna be a great movie this year, 2023. I'm looking for the ride. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's gonna be legendary. So, but you know, pump your brakes, slow your roll. Let's just take it one game at a time. Um, you know, I, I told you guys before our, our basement is 12 and five. That's our basement. Um, our ceiling, um, it to me could be 14 and three. It could be really easy. You know, um, we just have to really play up to our potential every time that we step out on the football field. And if we can do that, um, which I think every, that it, the proof in the pudding for me was, is Mike Micah saying we hungry? We want more. We want more, and 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 that's the that's the attitude of all of these players in uh, Cowboy Colors. You have to understand these are a whole bunch of young guys. Uh, Tom Tom said this last night, and and I I mean I second it. I, I second the emotion. These are a whole bunch of young guys who got their foot on the gas. Who want to look? Who want to to win and leave a legacy in Dallas? That's what they want to do. They want to build a name for themselves in the NFL and leave a legacy in Dallas. And that kind of stuff you can't buy. That means when it comes down to it, we're not just playing for uh, the star on the side of our helmet. We're playing for each other. And when you have that type of camaraderie, when you have that type of of special cohesiveness good things will happen man good things will happen and you you have a solid team you have a really really solid team this year dallas um don't pay no mind to the haters hi haters we back <laughs> we back and 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 i just want you i want to encourage all of my my listeners 
my Cowboy listeners, the Cowboy fans that are out there listening to us here on the FFSN Network. I just want to encourage you, man. Look, don't let nobody else make you feel bad about being happy about your squad. Don't let nobody. I mean, because, listen, if they won, if if, if another team would have won, they would have celebrated our downfall. But they expect for you to not be happy about a team win. Be happy about it. But put it away, though. You know, I mean, don't be obnoxious all week. I don't, you know, don't do that. But when somebody start talking cash, just smile and be like, ask them if they team one. Nine times out of ten, the person that's talking don't even have a team. They just don't like the Cowboys, which which lets me know that they love the Cowboys. They just hate, you know, that we were losing. And as soon as we win a Super Bowl or something, they'll be back. They're going to try to raise their hand real soft to get on the train. And let them back on the train. Let them on the train. But just know that we the, the seat that you sit in is an ejecto seat. We'll eject you. We have we have <laughs> we have the authority to eject you when we feel like we need to because you're a fair weather fan anyway. You know what I mean? Us that has been here with the Cowboys through the heartache and the heartbreak, you know, we here and we're gonna celebrate. And but we're gonna put it behind us and we're not gonna make such a big deal of it so we're not overreacting right it's on to the next and we got the jets and like i said you'll hear from us this week where we just yo break down the jets game and we'll talk about it some more but i just wanted to come on man and get in depth with you and talk uh about this game now we finna put this game to bed and it's on to the jets man for myself for time time uh, we thank you for for listening to the Cowboys Global Cast here at the FFSN Network. We are DC4L. We are Dallas Cowboys for life. I appreciate you. We out of here. Peace.